We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down at the grid? Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Happy, happy Monday, JC. How are you today, JC? Fantastic. I was just looking for my, there we go. Welcome, liberty-loving patriots. So glad to have you guys here with us on this fantastic Monday. It has been a great weekend been a whirlwind weekend, JC. Uh, I was able to speak this weekend in Texas, and I have some pictures that I thought I'd share. Uh, I think I have them up here somewhere. Oh, here's the first one. So this is the group of sheriffs that I got to teach in um, uh, Texas in uh, multiple counties, their representative. That's not even all the sheriffs. That was like, oh, we forgot to take a picture. Let's hurry up and get up on the steps and take a picture. This was really, really awesome because uh, it was just a room full of sheriffs, uh, seven or eight different counties represented. And we got to teach on the power, the proper role of the sheriff, the power of the sheriff and the importance of the sheriff. Who can see us? Can everybody see us? Hopefully you can see us. Somebody said they can't see us. It's the on button. <laughs> All right. Looks, looks like we're visible from this side. Yep. So here's also uh, the second day of training in Texas. In Mesquite, Texas how I got to teach about 
the importance of the American sheriff. There I am with the Texas flag right there. Mm -hmm. uh, teaching on the Declaration of Independence. There's the whole crowd. We had uh, six or seven counties, uh, different counties right. from Texas represented there. They were, did some filming. And there's me and Jackie. Jackie Lopez is always following us. And she, she actually drove two hours to be with us, wow. uh, to be with me that day. I wanted to show some more pictures because I couldn't fit them all on the same Instagram. But here's Sheriff Mack and Tanya. Tanya has been Sheriff's right-hand woman for a very, very long time. Uh, Tanya is the one that makes all the magic work, you know. Mm -hmm. And then here is me and Shelly Luther. And it's funny because Shelly Luther came up to me and said, okay. Shelly Luther said, came up to me and said, Chrisanne, I had no idea that I was in your movie. And she said, one of our, um, one of our, <laughs> you've got people looking at my neck, dear. One of our, uh, she said, one of my friends came up to me and said, hey, you need to watch this movie. And I mean, you really need to watch this movie, but never told <laughs> her why, right? And so she said she was, she was watching it before she went to bed. It was after midnight. Her husband was already in bed. And she said that she was watching it. And she said, you had me all like, yes, yes, yes. And she said, then I saw me. And she <laughs> said, I just started bawling. She was wow. like, I can't believe it. And she was so excited. She said the very next morning, she made her husband watch it. And they were both very excited. And she said, now they they share it everywhere. Cool. Uh, yeah. So just so those of you who are asking in the chat room right there, that's how you get it. Noncompliantmovie.com. At no cost to you. At no cost to you because nothing is free. It is no cost, no cost to, to you, you. Right. So here's some more people. This is Don Huffhines. Oh, he's awesome. He's a really good guy. He's a uh, Don Huffhines is the only reason uh, that um Abbott is actually doing anything yeah. I think um, feeling, feeling the heat yeah from well, the competition feeling the heat from the competition and Huffine's crew they buy these big billboards that say if I'm gov elected governor this is what I'll do mm. and then a few days later Abbott goes out and does it right <laughs> so it's absolutely kind of hilarious you know I don't endorse any candidates but we actually interviewed Don Huffhines on this program and we actually pre-recorded it and played it on this program. Yeah, PNW5, there <laughs> is a donation button. Right. <laughs> I love our people, JC. We have the best people on the planet. <laughs> so anyway, if you go to our archives, you can see our, our interview with Don Huffhines and see why I say he is the... Uh, strongest states' rights candidate running for office. For Texas governor. For Texas governor, yep. This is Bob Hall, Senator Bob Hall. We actually became friends before he was Senator Long Bob Hall. Time ago, Long time yeah. We've been known, we've known Bob, we've been knowing the Bob. <laughs> for a long time. For a long time. And not going to let any cat out of the bag, but he and I are going to be working on a project together here. Very good. Very, very good. Who else do we have here? Oh, um, I don't know if you remember this lady. I can't remember. Her name is Patricia. I don't remember her last name. 
But uh, she says very fond things about you. She wanted to take, I wanted, was sorry that you didn't come yeah. to Texas. With she, us she's today. awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. And then here is, uh, this is I, Earl. I think his name is Earl. I can't remember. Uh, he is actually running for sheriff in uh, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And he came down for, he came down for the CSPOA conference that Thank we you, had Eric. there in Mississippi. Beat me to it. What was that? <laughs> I was going to type the link, but Eric got it. Noncompliantmovie.com. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. We have it right there. Noncompliantmovie.com, or you can get it in the link in the chat room. Eric's got it there. So, uh, and again, this is this is the crowd. I mean, it was such a great group of people, and I stuck Jackie up there again because she drove two hours, and she took the most fantastic pictures for me. I joked with her. I said, you, yeah. You need to come with me more often because yeah. you take really great pictures. <laughs> she did a movie screening, I believe. She she already did that. So, yeah, she's she's great. Jackie's great. She is a good stuff. So liberty loving. And you patient. mentioned you mentioned that uh, you got the lefty sheriff, anti American sheriff in Dallas. And she's basically surrounded by all of these constitutional sheriffs. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Kirk, our friend Kirk Linnaeus started the group there in Dallas County and brought together all these sheriffs in Mesquite and, and literally all around Dallas County now are constitutional sheriffs. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's really, really exciting. I thought that I would play a commercial for us today. This is from Joe Rogan, and I thought this was was rather amusing. Um, I don't know if we're going to get kicked off or not, but here we go. This is this is just my so JC and I can be amused moment. How's that? Will that work? I click that share button. There mm -hmm. we go. Here we go. Ready. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports Update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. All righty then. How about that? Conflict of interest much? <laughs> now you want to know why all these people are mandating the only approved jab sponsored to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Chris Ann Hall Show brought to you by Full Metal Java. Yep. And... Um, other people <laughs> and not Pfizer and not Pfizer, not Pfizer. Yeah. We're, we're, we're happy about Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan quite a bit. So um, JC, here you go. Uh, I thought this would amuse you as well as we get started here. Oh, we're doing it again. 
I have no idea why that happens to you. There we go. Norwegian authorities say a deadly bow and arrow attack appears to be terrorism. What happens when you outlaw guns in a community? You find other weapons. You get a deadly bow and arrow terror attack. attack. A deadly bow and arrow terror attack. I just, I just want to know how that goes. Really? I mean, what are you, a buffalo? How does how does that go? I saw Hawkeye on (laughs) Marvel. Marvel. He can do it. So. I suppose. I I bet Richard Kramer could do it. Yeah. From what I've heard. Really, Richard Kramer? Yeah. He's an expert uh, archer. Yep. Well, you know, I imagine an Olympic archer could do that. A deadly bow and arrow. Oh, Oh, there he is. I'm. There you go. I am just as deadly with my archery equipment as I am with Boom. my guns. Told you. So, Richard, how many people could you shoot in a crowd, uh, in, in a, a small crowd with a bow and arrow quickly? In like a minute. In a minute. In, in 100 seconds. In 100 seconds? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because so according to the FBI statistics, it takes an average of 100 seconds for anybody to re- – if anybody intervenes in an altercation, it takes 100 seconds. So you have to be uh, right. ready to defend yourself for 100 seconds. Richard says he keeps five arrows on a playing card at 80 yards. Wow. But I want to know how fast he can do it. There you go. 30, 30 in a minute. 30 in a minute. Richard says you can take out 30 in a minute. He can take out 30 in a minute. In a minute. Well, there you go. I could could probably get two with a bow and arrow. Yeah. In a minute. Yeah. Maybe three. Somebody says Joe Rogan doesn't like Christians. No, he's not a, yeah, he's not a, he's an atheist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He's a scoffer. It's only because he doesn't know any better yet. Yeah. He'll figure it out one day for sure. Well, thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. Victor says, I look fabulous. I look terrific today. You do. So let me go on air, JC, and offer my sincerest apologies for standing up, Victor, for dinner the other night. Uh Uh-oh. You got rear-ended in Texas. I got rear-ended in Dallas. In your rental car. In my rental car and had to stand up, Victor, for dinner. And I was so, so looking forward to it. It was such a, it was going to be a nice surprise for me to be able to meet with him and have dinner. And then, bam. Literally, bam, the lady hits me from behind. Yeah, I was on the phone. We were talking on the phone. And well, I wasn't on the phone. I was on the hands-free. You were on the hands-free. Yeah, I was on the hands-free, and I said, oh, I just got rear-ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard that? I did. <laughs> Before you said, I just got, yeah, just, somebody, you said, somebody just hit me. They just hit me. Yeah, and we were bumper to bumper waiting to get off the interstate and i guess maybe she wasn't paying attention to the fact that i was stopped and she wasn't so glad you're back glad you're okay glad it wasn't a bow and arrow terrorist attack no bow and arrow terrorist attack hey um i wanted to cover this because i wanted to remind some people i don't know jc is is the hypocrisy of the administration getting old i mean i i okay Let me get back to us before I do this. 
I want to know what is the tipping point? Because I go through the news and I try to sort out the news because the goal of our show is show is a teach show, not a talk show. The goal of our show is to bring the headlines to you from a constitutional and principled perspective. So I sift, I, I literally sift through the headlines all week. I have a little folder where I store up the headlines so we can go through the news because we're only doing the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now. So I store all these things up. And when it comes show, J, show day, JC, I get frustrated because it's all the same thing over and over and over again. Right. It's the same storyline. It's the same teach. It's the same hypocrisy. It's the same double speak. It's the same laws for you, but not for me. It's the same, you know, one way street kind of thing happening. And I just, I want to know what, what exactly is, is the tipping point where the people just call BS, you know? I mean, I know that I know our people have had enough, right? Our people know the lies. Our people know that. But I'm just wondering, when will the media be called out for their crap? And when will the people this is this is the big thing, JC. When will the American people stop focusing on Washington, D.C. and just give them the big, you know, let's go, Brandon, and start paying attention only to their state and local governments? And then my next question is this. Is maybe the frantic pace at which they repeat themselves an indication that they know they're losing? You see, because if all they can do is repeat themselves over and over and over again, uh, and and it is a frantic pace now. I mean, I no, feel I do believe they're desperate. The frantic. They are. There is and, a desperation. And they they right? believe their time is yes limited, for sure. But here I have this right here. So, Nancy Pelosi says that Steve Bannon's comments on January fifth says that he should be jailed because he is refusing to comply with a subpoena. All right. So Bannon has been subpoenaed by the House and he is refusing to comply with the subpoena because he is arguing that he has protection under uh, executive privilege. And he's even gone so far to say that I have uh, I have to wait for guidance from the Trump administration on the extent of my executive privilege before I give that to you. Right. So Nancy is got her panties, her, her depends in a wad and she's screaming that he should be jailed. I just want to remind everybody of a story from 2012. A story from 2012 in which Nancy Pelosi did not have her panties in a wad. When Eric Holder refused to, to comply with the very same subpoena process, mm -hmm. right? So Eric Holder is, is refusing to comply with the uh, committee that was run by Daryl Issa 
subpoena for documents relating to Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. And the Democrats, when Eric Holder was refusing to comply, were screaming the same thing, right? Here you have even a judge who has refused two years later to hold Eric Holder in contempt for his refusal. So U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson denied Holder's request for an indefinite stay, but uh, the federal judge has declined a House committee's bid to have Attorney General Eric Holder held in contempt and perhaps even jailed for failing to turn over documents related to the Justice Department's response to Fast and Fur to Operation Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. Well, what's interesting, if you recall, uh, contrast the circumstances of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Fast and the Furious that Holder and the Obama administration oversaw actually uh, led to the people who they gave weapons to killing an American citizen, right? Yes. Who was yes. a Border Patrol, a border patrol officer. agent. Officer. Right. So it's not just contempt. It was a matter of the fact that he, he could have been if the evidence had been disclosed as the subpoena demanded, he could have been an accomplice to murder. Right. Terry, uh, Terry was his name. Officer Terry, I believe. Wow. That's pretty uh, amazing. Now, as opposed to the circumstances in on January 6th. Uh, well, I guess they're similar, except they're not targeting. They're actually targeting a different side. So once again, the person who was killed and January 6th was killed by the actions of government. Right. Okay. Uh, Ashley Babbitt was killed by a federal agent. And now they want somebody who I, I, I don't know what Bannon allegedly does. It's funny to watch them talk about, um, some of the people who get, oh, they gave money. They made donations to organize. Organize what? A rally? They gave money to organize a rally. What What does that have to do with any of the rest of the stuff? So it's all this implication of, oh, well, they funded an insurrection. What insurrection, first of all? What right. insurrection? I mean, look at who, who's who's been, I mean, even under this administration, who, who's been uh, convicted of insurrection? What is that crime? Where is that statute? So no, no one has even been charged stuff. with the crime of insurrection because insurrection. What happened is doesn't even create the elements of insurrection. Yeah, so this is once again, uh, and and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse under this administration in particular. Uh, the weaponization of the criminal justice system of of the de Department of Justice and really the entire federal administration. Right. Right. They're weaponized this. So now you, you, you can have Congress in a in a completely political maneuver. Right. Start to issue subpoenas. I mean, they could just randomly issue subpoenas to probably thousands of people. And then Pelosi says, oh, we whoever we issue subpoenas to, then they should be rounded up and thrown in jail. Well, here's the thing. If they don't apply to these political maneuver there are, maneuvers. There are now allegedly six members of the House of Representatives that the Democrats say uh, met with these insurrectionists yeah. and, and 
even go, they've gone so far to say even planned with the insurrectionists. So now what do we do? Now we create a chilling effect where people don't actually want uh, to go and talk to their representatives anymore because or our representatives don't want to talk to the people anymore because the minute they talk to the people and then whoever they talk to goes out and does something crazy, then the then the microscope comes back on the representative. So either way, you have a chilling effect all designed to stop people from being their government. Nobody's going to have a rally anymore in Washington, D.C., unless, of course, they're Black Lives Matters or Antifa or somebody that is actually, you know, funded by the this administration. Yeah, this is this is political terrorism. It is political it really terrorism. Is what it is. Total political terrorism. And it is it is the very here's the thing, guys. What this administration is doing is the very reason why our founders wrote down the Constitution. Because they're acting like the monarchies of the 15, 12, 13, 14, 15, 1600s. And our founders wrote down the Constitution so the people would never be uh, pulled into that deception again. But because we've been teaching the Constitution wrong for so long, right, People don't even know what this government is doing is violating is, is contrary to the very document. I say this out loud, JC, and it's always stunning to me. Our government is doing things contrary to the document that created them. Yeah. The document that created them, they are violating. Does that not by logical extension violate their creation? I mean, it, they just undo their creation when they, don't follow the Constitution. They null and void. Right. For them to come out and say that the Constitution is living, breathing, that it needs to be changed. You know, what you're saying is the very document that created you is null and void. And I think that's what they want because they don't want to be bound by a standard so that the people can hold them to so they can run around like monarchs. Yeah. Well, that's where the people, the people have to rise up. I mean, yeah. and, and you have to, you know, in... In the political sense, you know, this is where you need the people organized at the local and state le level. You have to yeah. get your local, you have to make an effort to get your local uh, government back under your control, your state governments under your control, your right. sheriffs, constitutional sheriffs, uh, and, and, and those people who are supposed to stand in the gap for you, right? So right. that needs to be the effort. And then what you talked about of creating, you know, coming out of that system creating the alternative economic systems because they right. at this point i mean this is all at war just to be very honest with you and they want to starve people to death they want to literally starve you out they want to throw you out of your job so that you starve to death they, they're celebrate they celebrating right. i mean this the whole vaccine and all that it's not, not about it's not about a virus or disease or health or whatever you see what's going on there they're trying to drive anybody who's not not compliant anybody who's non-compliant you drive them out of your jobs, they're celebrating these people getting fired. Uh, you look look at Joe Biden. I think was this week, and uh, oh, it was all supposed to be all these uh, veterans leaving and people leaving their jobs and, and first responders leaving. And see, I told you so. And and we ju they just need to be fired anyway. So right. they they want to they want to drive you out, starve you out. So I think that's where come out from among that system. You got to have 
the alternative economic systems. And, you know, we, we, we know the end of the story when you've exhausted all political measures, that's obvious, Mm -hmm. but uh, the time is now. And, and I, I, let me drop right in here. I'll remind the people who haven't heard this, the, the night after the Joe Biden uh, election, right? Joe Biden, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we saw a progressive journal online talking about, complaining about the election results because they lost the seats in the House. They didn't get the seats in the Senate that they they predicted mm-hmm. they were going to get. So they didn't win like they predicted. Uh, nearly every state legislature went more red. So they they were talking about what a massive loss they have across the country. Then the focus got shifted on, you know, that didn't translate to the top of the ticket. And so all the focus got shifted on uh, to Trump. And they, well, let's not talk about, let's not talk about the big losses we had. And they said in this article that, Joe Biden will not be able to do effectively uh, govern. He'll be essentially a lame duck, have to do everything through executive fiat. Then when the midterms come around, we're going to get shellacked and thrown out of office for the next four years. This is what the progressives were saying the night after the election. All that immediately got overshadowed by then the the election fraud uh, movement and all that. And the intensity with which they're operating, I think, as a result of them feeling that desperation that, you know, seeing the results saying we're we we only have two years to do something. This is why they're going at breakneck speed. This is why they're they're being utterly tyrannical. This is why the vaccine and the mandates are being used in the way that they're being used, because they want to absolutely defang as many of the opposition as possible. This is why the targeting of Bannon and 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 all any uh, any of the structure that they feel could be an opposition to them, down to the lowly average guy who won't comply up to, you know, the big players, so-called like Bannon and whatnot. So this is all political targeting, political terrorism, so that they can absolutely solidify their coup of America right. and shut down the losses that they believe are coming. They're trying right. to mit- mitigate what they believe are losses, and they're trying to basically uh, keep the people from being able to do anything to them, to to take them out of office or have any impact, impact whatsoever. So this is they're trying to strangle the opposition from now until midterm elections. Right, because that's all the time they have left. Really, that's all. No, they that's said all that's, they say right, that. right, but that's and that's they know they that, say. and that's yep. why we're seeing like we they were saying early. Say we were saying earlier in the show, that's why there feels like there's a frantic place pace to all of this, you yes. know, um, just to give you a little indication. Yeah, the border this invasion is, is part of that. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. all part of the same plan Yeah, to decrease potential opposition to their, their, right. their stranglehold. After the border their invasion is about midterm elections. It's about trying to get enough bodies to go vote. Yeah, everything is everything. about midterm yeah. elections. So just to answer the question in the chat room. This is the class that I teach. Why the sheriff is so important to America from Shire Reeve to sheriff, the history there. Look, guys, you can say what you want about uh, what's going on in America. And we're always trying to give you solutions here. But I am under the I am I am under the firm belief. And I don't know that anybody could change my mind about this. Uh, There a peaceful resolution to what's happening in America will be 
will be near to impossible without constitutional sheriffs. So we've got to have some constitutional sheriffs out there who are willing to take a stand and we can teach them. JC, we're going to have a short show today, but there's one last thing that I wanted to talk about because this is the, I cannot tell you the most perfect teaching scenario right here about government regulation. So let me walk you through this really quick because I want to, I do want to make this a short show, JC, and I have an appointment to get to this afternoon. So this TikTok user sells human bones. That's the business, okay? Uh, John's Bones sells every bone in the human body, including spines and fetus skulls, okay? Why? Uh, well, he sells them to doctors. He sells them to artists. He sells them to people who... Uh, trained search and rescue dogs, right? So he sells them from an academic perspective, from an industrial perspective, you know, that kind of thing, right? And where do they come from? Well, how does he acquire them? He Here's what he says. He says that the bones come from medical sources that were used for medical education. Uh, his most common suppliers are research organizations, museums, universities, but he also gets calls from people who inherited bone collections from family members in the medical field and stuff it's like that. It's kind of like the skeletons that used to hang in your high exactly. school biology class. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So he, he says, instead of taking it from a creepy, dark and spooky way, I look at it, at a, at, at it with a really, really with a fascinated awe. His two main goals for his business are to make uh, osteology accessible and um, destigmatize a stigmatized industry, okay. right? Now, here's the thing: he's gotten, he's gone viral, blah blah blah. In the in in the midst of that, all the professors are now upset. Okay, uh, you have uh, here we have Robin Wakefield Murphy, an assistant anatomy professor at New York Chiropractic College who studies skeleton remains, uh, says that human remains should never be sold. But that's not really what she means. There are legitimate ethical ways for institutions and researchers to obtain human bodies for research, and that is through cadaveric donation programs. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to let her know Um they are selling those things as well. When we, when I was in college, to buy a skeleton, we had to pay for it. Mm. So the bottom line is, the the argument is, we should, he should not be allowed to sell these things because he's not a member of the academic elite, and he doesn't have the proper endorsement from the okay. government. So I get it now. This this freelancer is invading the human body selling business Bingo! of the elite and they're upset about it. Yes. That's so, it. So just, it's just like the global, the Marxist corporations targeting small businesses through their, uh, through the tax right. system. It's not that they're anti-business or anti-capitalist on the whole. Right. They're just anti-competition. Right. We want all the money. Right. We want all the human body. We want to traffic in all the human bodies exactly. ourselves. Right. So you, we can't have 
We can't have another competitor coming in and dealing in human remains without our permission. Check this out. Tanya Marsh, a law professor at Wake Forest University in North Carolina, who teaches courses on complicated legal issues surrounding death, such as a state funeral and cemetery law, said selling human remains is, quote, unethical because there is no consent. I wonder if Tanya Marsh is opposed to abortion. Because Planned Parenthood sells human remains. Right. And there's no consent for that baby's body to be sold. Mm -hmm. And this person already told you, uh, John Pishaya Ferry, John's Bones, already told you that all of the bones that he gets comes, most of them come from medical research in which people have consented to give their body to medical Otherwise, research. Otherwise, they wouldn't have them in the first place. Otherwise, they wouldn't have them in the first place. According to these arguments. Yes, exactly. So, again, clearly it's he's the threat, not not what he's doing, yep. but the fact that he's doing it She says without their permission. Without their permission. Watch this. Without being part of the cabal. People don't <laughs> request to be skeletonized before they pass, especially when it comes to fetus skulls. Tell that to Planned Parenthood, would you please? Right? Seriously. It's not privileged members of society whose bones up. Now, here's the part that I thought you would love. It's not privileged members of society whose bones end up being sold. It's people who are marginalized while they are alive. And they are further dehumanized and marginalized during death. Um, it's racist. Yeah, you gotta throw that in there. It's, it's racist, racist <laughs> to sell human bones that you've gotten from a medical facility whose the people have donated their body to okay. science. Again, it's just racist for him. It's just racist for him. Yeah. But it's not racist for the university. It's not racist for the morgue. It's not racist for anybody else. Yeah. No, it it's this is a great again. A great example of when you when you are a threat to their system. Exactly. They, they want ex- this is what the the cabal is all about. This is what the globalists are all about. Consolidating Here. control of the system. It's not it, it, so it's not like oh you you can't do this, can't do that. So it's not something that they're not doing, right? They do it. They control it. But yep. then when somebody comes from the outside, somebody threatens. So you can you can this you can spread this across any example, right? Right. Not just bones, but you threaten them. So, and then what happens, they march out all these, all these talking points about ethics and race and marginalized and compassion and blah, blah, blah. They're doing the same thing. So all these, all this virtue signaling is just pretense. Yep. So if you if you read between the lines, it's about a threat to their control, their complete uh, monopoly. What, monopoly. Thank you. Monopolistic monopoly. control of check this out. The system. You're so love they're this. even they're even upset when when you threaten the monopolistic control okay, of of body trades. Listen to this. This is even this is even beautiful. Cadaver trades. So John's bone says, look. They're, they're, we're, we're not doing anything illegal. It is totally legal for me to do this. 
There are certain restrictions within certain states and we comply with all the restrictions, but it's perfectly legal. Do you know what the law professor says? Well, that's actually a gray area. To say that it's legal is not exactly true because there is no law saying that it's legal. Yeah. Right? You have to have a law to Listen, say you can do something. Once, and if there is no law telling you you can do it, then what you're doing is not technically legal. This, this is what the average person should awaken to. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the thing. Once you're hip to the program, you this is what you'll see in every story because mm-hmm. it's always the same. It doesn't matter. COVID, the mandates, a, a bone business, whatever. It's do as I say, not as I do. Squish small business, destroy small business, mm-hmm. destroy the little guy, destroy anybody who's competition, anybody who begins to approach Mm-hmm. Our monopolistic control of humanity. Right. That's the central thread of everything they do. They have positioned themselves to be the rulers of the planet. And you, peasant, right. you better stay in your place. If not, we're going to come at you with a full force of our entire system. That's what they're scared of. That's why the breakneck pace, that's why the out of control tyranny, because people have been waking up. People have been consistently making more noise and more noise ever since 2010. And they've been absolutely frantic about all of a sudden, why are all the peasants getting so unruly? And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because you've seen kind of this rise. This maybe sounds crazy to you, but the rise over the years of simple thing like people teaching against fluoride. Right. All of a sudden, people stop using fluoride, and lo and behold, the peasantry is getting unruly. Right. And now we have to shut that down. This is why they're they are weaponizing everything they possibly can can to take down everybody they possibly can before their time runs out. They see you rising, and they're they're absolutely afraid of you. But see, this and is this is why they do is, what they do. And see, it's the this is free thread. market, right? You got a 21 year old who sees a market, has a need, invents a way to provide for that market. This is what America was built on, this free market system. And here he is. You know, I thought this was supposed to be the day of the millennial to make sure that the millennials can do what they do, you know, empower the millennial. Here you have a millennial ish making his own business, and it's not, once again, the right kind of millennial because well, he's de- not part he, of the plantation. If he had their decoder ring, yeah, they wouldn't say anything. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Remember, watch Noncompliant Movie at noncompliantmovie.com. You can follow me at chrisann.hall on Instagram. Uh, get your education at libertyfirstsociety.com. Excuse me, I'm going to hiccup. Check out our archives at chrisannhall.com. And last but not least, like and share. If you liked the show, share it. If you liked the show, comment. The more you share, the more you comment, the more it gets out there. Remember, when you leave your comment, don't just leave an emoji. Just say, hey, I loved this part of the show. I loved what I learned here. And then that gives people the opportunity to be curious and want to know for themselves. So that's it for today. Uh, We will, I guess, 
see you on um, let's go brandon <laughs> see you on wednesday We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free